Oh, it's fuck. a dragon. Fuck me. It's a fucking dragon. It's yeah, a space I'm... dragon. Lovely. I am not rolling well tonight. Seven on initiative for Alex. I got a 13. Hey, Charlie. Okay. So seven for Alex, 13 for Harlan. Yes, candle. I forgot to mention it. I was thinking it, but it didn't come out of my mouth. When I did that nat 20 with the bag of gold, I was throw I wanted to throw it in the freezer. <laughs> for safekeeping, of course. Where all the money goes. The, the coins? Money go yes, the entire bag cash. of coins in the freezer. That's cool. Beat me That's to fine. It, Shannon. Yeah, I just don't want to take it out uh, of the space with me. That's cool. Uh, Ray Dira, what is your initiative? <laughs> Six. And Candle. 26. What's that? What's initiative? Jesus. I'm at uh, 14. Thank you. God, I'm like the worst today. You're sick. The dice know this. You're okay. <laughs> this is such a cool fucking map, Charlie. Yeah, this is very cool. I haven't even looked at Rolls. This is on. hype. I uh, love this. Hey, uh, Harlan, you tell me your dexterity modifier. My dex total or bonus? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I have a plus three. Okay. My dex is 16. Okay, so a couple of different things about this map. Um, zero gravity is going to work a bit different. Um, I was going to make it a 3D map and then decided that it was a little overly complicated, so we're leaving it 2D. However, your movement speeds are different than what they normally are. Um, let me pull out. If you have a strength modifier that is 15 or above, you have a speed of 150 feet. If your strength modifier is 14 or below, your speed is 120 feet. So Alex, Hayden, and Harlan, you each have a speed of 150 feet. Candle, Sick. Candle and Radira, you each have 120 feet. The ship is going to be moving at a speed of 180 feet. Um, I don't so, know numbers. So we can get left so, behind. You could potentially get left behind. You don't know for sure. The way this map is set up, each one of these squares is 30 feet. So if you have a total of 120 feet, you can move up to four spaces away. Uh, however, you can only move on solid surfaces. Otherwise, you are only going to move in that direction infinitely. So if you jump in a direction that doesn't have a rock and never has a rock, you will exit the wormhole. Um, Andari's voice comes back over the PA and she says, okay, so a little bit of notation about this wormhole. It is a total of... Uh, about 400 feet wide and about 200 feet tall. You need to make sure that you stay inside the wormhole or you will be evacuated into the void of space and we will have no idea where you are or how to help you. Stay on the ship or on the asteroids outside. They're traveling at the same speed as us. 
Do you understand? All right. Acknowledged. Yep. <laughs> Crystal clear, Captain. Yes, ma'am. Okay, good. Solid. Please be careful. I can you the thing looks like a dragon. Is that what it is? It is indeed a dragon. Very large, very ominous, abysmal dragon. Oh, shit, she says. And with that, first up in the order is going to be Candle. All of you are standing in the airlock door in your exosuits. So for, for free movement, you can get out onto the hull of the ship. Does, does anybody speak kind of dragon? What is dragon? I don't know. Is it like Latin? Who the fuck would speak dragon? And Kendall's just like working his way out onto the ship, readying the crossbow, and is just watching the thing. So the docking bay door I could learn opens, it, but it would take like, a nap. It opens like underneath the ship, facing backwards towards where the dragon currently is. So you guys can make it onto the hull of the ship for free movement. Yes. Um, and I, I'm looking at the dragon. Is it moving wildly about or is it kind of static as it moves behind us um it is getting closer to the ship but it's kind of in a straight line it is currently in a straight line behind the ship yeah okay um so i'm sitting up i'm readying a crossbow bolt action uh just trying to find some line with it and looking i'm just like it can't hear me, can it? Void of space and all that. Um, how, how do they talk? How, are, are they telepathic? What's going on? Does anybody have any ideas? Like, are we just gonna fight this thing right off the cuff? It's a dragon. Nobody's ever seen a dragon in how long? I don't want to- Thousands of years. Thousands of years. I don't want to kill it. I'm not even sure we can kill it. But here we are encountering it in the middle of space. What are we going to do with it? Invite it over for dinner? Um, um, Maybe eventually. Radio? Is that a thing still? Do you think it, do you think it would pick up radio waves? And That's I don't know what more show. I can do. And I'm readying... Uh, uh, oh, God. I'm supposed... My character's supposed to attack first and ask questions later. It's the only way I get damage off. Uh... Odds I attack, even so I don't. Odds. I'm firing. I don't like it, but I'm firing. I have advantage because I'm a fucking assassin. Natural 20. Oh, nice. That definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage for your attack. I'm so sorry, dragon. I, I I don't really want to be doing this, but I feel like I have to. Oh, I know you can't hear me. That's 1d10 and 3d6. Um, 21 plus 4, 25. 25 points of damage. Noted. Um, you... Watch your bolt go careening into the distance, and you notice that it's traveling a lot faster than you expected. 
and it hits this dragon straight in one of the arms and you watch as its wings kind of like curl in and then unfold and it gives itself a boost of speed in your direction. And I'm just like, oh shit. Sorry, a little bit. You're scaring us. I don't know what more I can do with my turn. Um, I don't think I can bonus action hide on this ship. Can I? Then that is going to bring us to Haven. Okay, I can't see the map at all because my computer is ancient and persnickety. So, <laughs> look I, on Discord. Yeah, I can see what that looks like. I'm going to move toward the dragon. Hold on, I need to see the range. How far away is it from us? Can I estimate that? I'm I'm sorry, what? How far away is it from us? From you, it's about 60 feet. 60. Okay. I'm going to try and cast um, command on the dragon. See within range. Target must receive a wisdom saving throw. Um, If it doesn't understand me, it doesn't do anything. Um, I have no idea if it can understand me or not. And it can't follow it if it's directly harmful. So I'm going to try it anyway. Spell save is DC 14 against wisdom. Does it need to be spoken? Uh, I speak it. It's vocal. Okay. You speak your command. And you watch as the magic that comes out of, the mo- out of your mouth hits the front of your helmet. Like, fuck. And just dissipates. The dragon is looks completely ah, unaffected. That's some bullshit. Um, yeah, I got nothing else. That was my only play. I can't. I don't want to. No, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That was your only ranged attack. I can't attack. That's a spell. Oh. That's all I got. Well, hold on. Well, I can't cast another spell, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep, not unless you had a bonus action one. No, well, I, I thought I couldn't cast any spells after I casted a spell, even if it was... As long as it's a cantrip. It's not a... Yeah, okay. I, I can cast a cantrip? Bonus action cantrip. A bonus action cantrip. I have no. So, I'm done. <laughs> so, as uh, Kelsey and I have now learned... The verbal component of spells is very important here. If you're speaking to another creature that has access to your radio comms, such as if you were doing a healing word, your spell would be successful. However, if you're speaking to another creature that is through the void of space, if they and they do not have access to your radio comms, your spell fails. Ooh. That verbal so. component. Verbal component. Very important. And that is going to bring us to Harlan. Alright. First thing Harlan's going to do is he's going to cast some false life on himself. And he's going to get 22 temporary hit points. And um, I am going to move so Harlan is going to jump over to this rock right here. 
Cool. So he's going to like blast off and land over here on the edge of this rock. <clears throat> and then he is going to turn around and he's going to cast a fireball right at this big old dragon. Okay. Go and ahead. The DC is... Let me see. I think 16. Yeah, DC is 16. Okay, is that dex? Yes. And then it takes half damage. So it's going to take a total of 96 damage. Okay, it got a 17. It just passed. So that's... So it's total of 33, half would be 16. 16 points of damage? Yep. Okay, noted. You fling your fireball spell outward, and for half a second you think, ah, shit, is fire going to work in space since there's no oxygen? But fuck it, it's magic D&D, guys. It totally fucking works. And you watch as this fireball goes careening in this dragon's direction. And as it hits, you see an explosion of fire. And then you see it snout, like, push through the flames. And then one taloned wing reach out and grab on to the edge of the docking bay airlock door. I'm going to need Hayden, Alex, Radira, and Candle to... Make a constitution saving throw. I don't like it, Charlie. Oof, I definitely failed. Seven. So that was a, a seven? Eight. Six. Four. Okay, so seven, eight, four. Those are all failures. Uh, who did I not hear from? Six was the one you didn't hear. Yeah, I rolled a six. A six is also a failure. That's me. So everyone fails? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yep. boy, oh, boy. <laughs> it's, uh... I didn't even get a turn yet. This dragon's gonna eat me. That's a lot of dice. Yeah, it's a lot of dice. Yeah, that's all very great and terrible sounds. <laughs> all of you take 20 points of void damage, and you now have a status huh. effect called Anchored. Well, An anchored creature's feet. Can I try and grab Radira as I see she's going out as a reaction? Is there any chance I can grab her? She's unconscious. Well, no, did you roll hit die? Because we had a long yeah. rest. Yeah, I did not roll well. Did you remember oh, to add honey. your constitution modifier? I had an 18 when we started and then took two points of damage. Did you remember to add your constitution modifier? Yes. To your hit die? 
It's a plus one, my friends. I'm not very good at con. How? Where were you? How did? What did you start with? Uh, I started with an 18, even after rolling my hit die. How much health is that total? Yeah, how's that possible? 33. Okay. So 20 points of void damage, you say? 20 points of void damage, which is a new type of damage, and all of you have a new status effect called Anchored. An anchored creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. The creature's attack rolls are halved in range and have disadvantage. Well, disadvantage on all attacks. Yes. Okay. Damn. It At least I'm still in the last ship. until the end of your next turn. What was the middle part? Something about range. Your uh, the range of your attacks is halved. All right, so good to know. Is, if your if your attack range is only a melee range, it re- it stays a melee range. But if you're if you have a spell that says 120 feet, it's now 60 feet. It's essentially like gravity has increased on you, which it has, especially for Radira, who topples immediately to the ground. You know what? It's just not my night. It's fine. With that, the uh, dragon takes off. And let's see. Takes off in this direction, flying past the ship. Landing on that asteroid. And that will bring us to Alex. Okay. Um, I am going to cast Cure Wounds on Radira, which is a 1d8 plus my spellcasting modifier. Breathe well, death. Yes, she won't be unconscious anymore. Seven health. Hey, I'll take it. And then I'm going to use my free movement to move on to the top of the ship. Okay. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to use one of my potions of healing. On yourself? On myself. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, don't worry about it. I'm going to cure wounds myself. Yeah, I was wondering about the healing potions. Can we drink them? Oh, wait, that's a good question. Yeah. Alex, even though it all even though it is free movement, you are currently anchored until the end of this turn, so you can't move oh, so anywhere. Stuck. Okay. Yeah, so you're stuck. Okay. So can I still drink my healing potion though, or is that Of course. Okay, cool. Aren't you inside the ship then, if you're anchored? Yep, he's he's still on the docking bay door. Yeah, so you can drink it no problem. Can we drink it outside the ship though? Um, the way potions work with exosuits is you hook it up to a small, like, intake valve, and then it just goes directly into your exosuit through, like, a tube. Okay, so it's like a syringe more than a potion. Like an IV kind of. It doesn't go directly into your bloodstream. It goes up to a tube that is in your helmet that you can then drink from. Oh, okay. So it's like those hiking backpacks that have, like, a water thing attached to the Yeah, it's like the platypus backpacks. That is a yeah. very good analogy. That I did not think of. So okay, yes, cool. you can still drink the potions. 
Cool. Sick. Slurp. <laughs> Slurp. Tastes like cherry. <laughs> yep. Sure do, bro. Liquid jello. Hey, and that is going to bring us to Radira. Cool. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself at the second level. By the way, Alex, you are now no longer anchored. Sweet. That is 2d8. 10 hit points. I'm up to 17. Hey, I came out better than I before I went down. Um, I think that's all I can do. Eh, fuck it. I cast shillelagh on my damn stick. Okay. Your stick is shillelagh. And that's it. Okay. That is going to bring us back to the top of the order with Candle. Radira, you are no longer anchored. All right. So I'm at half range with the crossbow. I think it's 100 over 400. That sounds correct. So I'd be at 50 and 200. I already have disadvantage anyways. Um, I get on my radio to Andari, and I'm like, Andari, uh, hail this thing with any and every frequency that we have, because I'm not sure we're going to make it out of this. Thanks for that. I forgot to roll for Andari. And like, hail it, just be like, we don't want to be, we don't want to be hostile towards you. But you're hurting us. And we fight back. And I fire a heavy crossbow bolt at it. Okay, go ahead and roll. Yeah, definite miss. Uh, Five, nine. Nope. Yeah, and then I'm anchored, so... Nothing. Oh! Bonus action health potion, if I still have one. Absolutely. This is my last one. What, 2d4 plus 2? Yep. That's 6. It's something. Okay, you take in the health potion. Yep, and Kettle's mag-locked onto the uh, uh, ship, or his knees would be quivering in fear. Okay. At the end of your turn, you are no longer anchored. And with that, Andari uh, comes over the PA, and you can hear her voice, like, in your helmet. And she says, Candle, it's an animal. I don't think it has any communication devices, but I can sure try. And then you hear uh, a series of frequencies being hailed. They kind of come off as, like, radio clicks in your helmet, kind of like a as she's trying, like, different frequencies, but nothing seems to be getting through as the dragon flies ahead, lands on the asteroid, and looks back at all of you. With that, it is actually going to be Andari's turn. The ship is going to move here, kind of directly under this asteroid, and she is going to open fire on the dragon. She gets two attacks. One's a miss. One's a hit. And so she hits for 16 points of damage. Okay, that is going to be her turn. Uh, All of you are still on the ship. Except for Harlan. And up next 
is Halen. You are currently anchored to the ship. Yep. I can't really For those of you in Roll20, if you hold Alt when you're trying to place your character, you can place your character without it snapping to the grid. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for that, Tr. You are welcome. I saw you see me. I see you saw me struggling. Yeah. (laughs) I try to eliminate struggles where I can. Thank you for not calling me out specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone was kind of struggling there for a second. I forgot to tell you guys that. Thanks for that, Drew. You Um, are welcome. (laughs) Uh, I can't really do anything. I'm stuck there and nothing really really annoying void dragon whatever. So I'm going to angrily take a health potion. And it's 2d4 plus 2? Yes. Cool. Yep, sorry. 2d4 plus 2, got it. That's what I'm doing. I got nothing else. Yep. Okay, then next up would be Harlan. All right. So then, um, in my kamikaze wild manness, I'm going to... Uh, where's this middle asteroid? Is it like in the way, or can I shoot straight across? You can shoot right straight across. All right, so that's exactly what Harlan's going to do. He's going to shoot straight across, and he's going to summon his packed weapon, and he's going to smack the hell out of this thing two good times. Okay, roll for smacking the hell out of. All right, first attack. That is a natural 20, baby. All right. Nice. Hell yeah. Second attack. That is not as good. That is a 15. Or no, a 17. A 17. A 17 just hits. Nice. Nice. Okay. So make sure to uh, double your die rolls. Yeah, so I'll roll the regular one first. Okay. The regular one first. So the regular hit does 18 damage. And then the crit hit... Let me actually just get more die and not re-roll these multiple times. There's one. And we'll use the yellow guy. All right, so that is... That is 35 damage for the crit hit. So that's... Wow. 45, 53 damage total. Fuck yeah, buddy. Heck yeah, dude. Crits for days. You watch this dragon fly out under the ship and land on this asteroid, and it's looking back at the ship. It's not even paying attention to you. And you see a beautiful, beautiful opening as the asteroid in between you and the dragon dips down. You take a running leap, and you jump flying straight across, and you sink your sword directly into the dragon. It recoils, but you manage to get in another hit, and it looks... You can see dark oozing blood that it looks black, kind of floating off into the void and getting pulled downstream along with everything else. Well, it bleeds so we can kill it. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Um, no, I've got my false life up. 
I can't really do anything else. I moved. Yeah, I don't have any bonus actions. So yeah, that is my turn. Okay, then that is going to bring us to the dragon themselves. You know, it's funny, guys. I didn't the- even power attack on that crit. Damn, <laughs> True. <laughs> that would have been an extra 20 damage. Anyway. Okay, the dragon is going to lash out at you with a multi-attack. Ooh, this is going to hurt. It's going to bite you once and then claw you once. Does a 18 hit? Ah, that just hit. Okay, so the first one hit. The second one does not hit. It hits you first with the bite, which is, let's see, where's the right dice for this? So you take 10 points of piercing damage and two points of cold damage. Can you say both of those again? I didn't hear either of them. You cut out. 10 points of piercing damage and two points of cold damage. Sorry, it was piercing my mind. That is all good. Cool. All right. Not a terrible hit. Okay, and that is going to bring us down to Alex. Okay, so I am going to use my movement and move to the asteroid where the dragon and Harlan are. Okay. And I am also going to attack this thing twice. Okay, go for it. Does a 12 hit? 12 does not hit. Of course it doesn't. All right, then my second attack. 18? 18 does hit. A 17 is the armor class, as uh, Harlan just discovered. Good to know. Are you going to smite the shit out of this thing? I mean, I kind of have like an auto smite with my chain now. Do we? So like 2d6 plus 4 for the slashing damage, which is going to be... Eight. Wait, no. Twelve. That's twelve damage. And then I get two D eight on top of that for radiant damage with the chain. Okay. And that is seven radiant damage, and I get three HP back because of the chain of self-healing. That's correct. Temporary hit points. Yeah. Correct. And then casting spells uh, as a paladin Harlan, bonus action. Harlan right? also gets uh, for HP back. Oh, I nice. Did, I thought you said it doesn't stack. Because he casted false life on himself earlier. 
Uh, does it say temporary hit points? For the okay. chain of self-healing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. No, he doesn't. Just kidding. Sorry, Harlan. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, it's okay. Okay. Anything else you'd like to That's do, Alex? Okay, mm, that's going to bring wait, us to... Can I cast Cure Wounds as a bonus? Hold on. Can I cast Cure Wounds as a bonus action? Nope, it's a full action. You do have Lay on okay. Hands, which well, I think is a bonus action, but I could be wrong about that. I do have that as a bonus action. Uh, then I will cast Lay on Hands and restore 10 to myself. Nice. Good call. That's going to bring us to Vraidira. Cool, 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 cool. I don't think I have anything really. I'm not used to space. Well, you better figure something out. Otherwise, you're going to have to pass your turn. Um, um, fuck it. I'm going to cure wounds myself one more time. <laughs> Charlie, I was interested. What would you do with a wild shape in space? Uh, the exosuit conforms to the form that you take. Good to know for later. But that was nine points of healing. And I'm just going to stick my head out the door and see if I can spot the guy for next time. And that's my turn. Absolutely. You can like kind of walk upside down on the docking bay door to which your mag boots stick. And you can see the dragon out there uh, fighting with Harlan and Alex. On an I don't want to leave the ship. I'm just sticking my head out. <laughs> So you just want to, like, kneel down on the docking bay door and look out? Yeah. Okay. Don't want to leave my bubble. Cool. Respect. Yep, you can see the dragon over there fighting on an asteroid with Harlan and Alex, which is hurtling through space. Good to know. Good to know. That's it. Okay, that's going to bring us back to the top of the order with Candle. All right. So as Candle moves across the ship to get out to get line of sight past this asteroid, uh, he's gonna clamp down with the mag boots and lean his back against the fin. I think that's a fin on the spaceship, and just as a kind of brace point, but can't can't exactly kneel down to brace like because uh, mag boots. Uh, is going to reach over and flick on whatever he can to like start a video recording and take aim with the crossbow bolt and be like, I hope this works. Go for it. And we are within 100 feet. Awesome. Are you trying to tether the dragon? I would, except I don't have any heavy crossbow lines anymore. Mm. Uh, since, I don't know. The last boss fight I used him on was the Fire and Ice boss. So would they have respawned at all since then? Oh, yes. Oh, awesome. It's, uh, I believe, I yeah, because I didn't use hours. him since then. 
it's it's been well over 24 hours so you would have all lines back awesome uh do i remember did the heavy crossbow lines do damage when they hit i mean there is still a crossbow bolt which still does damage you just also have a line attached fucking awesome then i go on general comms and i'd be like all right everybody we're gonna try and lasso this thing and i fire There's either a nat 1 or a nat 20. It's a nat 1. Ouch. <laughs> Please tell Excellent me timing. That's rough, buddy. Please tell me that I lasso the asteroid. <laughs> you brace yourself. You actually find that you can brace in my boots. You only need one foot attached for you to remain attached to the ship. And you... Brace yourself back against the fin and you fire off a crossbow and you watch as it flies and the tether just goes long. You watch as it continues in an arc and <laughs> you watch as it just scrapes the edge of the asteroid and then falls off into the void. And you just see there's just this line shaking in the temporal breeze of this wormhole. Not attached <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Oh my god. <laughs> um Yeah, I've got I've got nothing else, y'all. Okay. That's going to bring us to Andari. Andari is going to push up the ship past the end of... Oops, forgot to take you guys with her. Back up towards the end of the asteroid here so that the docking bay door is lined with the asteroid. And you can just barely see the heads of Alex and Harlan peeking over the edge of the asteroid. But you watch as the dragon veers up from a massive attack that Harlan places on them. And one of the both of the rotary guns switch around and take fire at the dragon. That's a hit. Oh, that's a mat one. The hit. Okay. Lots of mat ones tonight. I know, lots of mat ones tonight. The one hit does 11 points of damage against the dragon, and then you watch as the other hit creates a massive crack in the asteroid, and you watch as the two halves actually begin to split apart. Damn, the asteroid is splitting apart. Yep, the asteroid is splitting apart. Layer effects. I know. Got broken asteroid chunks and everything. <laughs> yep. What can I say? I'm dedicated. And the two halves of the asteroid begin separating. That is going to bring us 
to Haven. Okay, well, since we moved, I'm not going to go anywhere, but I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt at the dragon at second level. So... Okay. 18. 18 hits. Go ahead oh. and roll your damage. That's so fucking useful. Yes, it is, because you now have advantage where we're hit to next. That spell... I, I don't mean this personally, Kelsey, but yeah. you having Guiding Bolt and you using it so much really makes me wish that you rolled nat ones on initiative. I would agree with that. I would agree. <laughs> um, uh, that's 19 points of radiant damage, and the next person who takes a swing at it has advantage. Because it's now all glowy. Okay. Charlie? Yeah. I forgot to ask on my turn. What's up? Is the space dragon pretty? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's pitch black, but its eyes look like nebulous. And when it breathes, it doesn't breathe fire. It breathes void light. Stardust? Kind of like stardust. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I don't want to kill it. I love dragons. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do with your turn, Haven? Nope. Okay, that'll bring us to Harlan. All right. So um, I'm going to refresh my false life. I have 21 total temporary hit points. Um, and... Is this thing still within striking distance of me? Yep, but just barely. All right. Well, before he gets out of distance, I'm going to strike at him. Okay. I'm going to give him two big old swings. And I'm going to power attack these ones, so they'll take the minus five. Okay. Uh, the first one does not hit. Got like a... Oh, up. And the second one. That does not hit either. <laughs> so That's neither right, of my attacks hit. Press have to pay respects. You yep. take two swings, but you don't quite realize in time that the asteroid is separating from the shots that Andari sent out, and it just leans out of your path as the asteroid begins to separate in two. That is going to bring us to the Void Dragon themselves. They're starting to feel pretty cornered, so they're going to take a big gulp of whatever exists in the void of space and are going to release it on top of Harlan and Alex. It's it's a beautiful array now that you guys are seeing it from the spaceship. Like those of you who are still on the ADS, it's this shimmering, glittery stardust and it has kind of a purple etching of light to it. But damn, does it hurt? I'm going to need uh, Alex and Harlan both to make a constitution saving throw. All right, let's see. Natural one. <laughs> oh, that's tough. I got, I got an 18. Uh, 
It's so many dice every time she rolls, guys. Yes, Corbin, we're being punished. I'm sorry, Harlan, can you tell them what your roll was again? He rolled an 18. An 18? Okay. Uh, he rolled an Harlan, 18. Drew did. Har Harlan succeeds and Alex fails. Alex takes a total of 26 points of void damage and Harlan takes 13. Harlan, you are not anchored and Alex, you now have the anchored status effect. Okay. What, 13 points of damage, he said? Correct. Okay. And with that, it is going to... Let's see where it can get to. It is going to fly off in this direction. Um, Alex and Harlan, that does prompt opportunity attacks from both of you. Sounds if you good, would like do I have to make it a disadvantage? Uh, yes, you would. All right, I'll take this opportunity attack. Oh, is, guess what I just got. What did you just get? Another natural 20. God damn. I did the power attack this time. I got 16. Can you use a power attack on... Oh, I don't think you can, actually. Never mind. Reaction attack? But still. I'm sorry, what was that, Alex? It's 16. A, a 16. a 16 just misses. I Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. 31 damage from the um, opportunity attack. This thing starts to make a mad dash away from you as, the, as these two asteroids separate apart. And you watch this thing go flying. And before it can make it out of your range, Drew, you slash out at it with your sword and you actually hack off one of its legs. It falters in its flight, crashing into this asteroid here, but it still makes it just beyond it continuing its path over. Very nice. That is going to bring us to Alex. You are currently anchored. And I have, and I can't move, right? Yep, your like speed is zero. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use the rest of my lay on hands, which is another 15 points, and heal myself up. Okay. And then... Not much I can do in this situation, so I'm just going to end my turn there. Okay. That is going to bring us to Radira. Shannon peaced out for half a sec. I don't know if she's come back yet or not. Okay. Let's go ahead and move back to the top of the order then, and we will hold Radira's turn for Candle. All right. So uh, I've still got this trail hanging out the end of my heavy crossbow, so I'm going to lunge it like a whip up and over to the side and I'm going to try and have it trail uh, to the back of the ship 
right to where okay. Harlan and Alex are. And if that doesn't cost an action, I'm going to fire it. Uh, uh, lean over, and I'm going to uh, lean into the docking bay itself. I'm going to fire it into the wall inside the docking bay. Okay, that would cost your action then. No, to yeah. To tether it. To tether it, the action. But yep. to move cool. it back so that it reaches them. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Awesome. Then that's what I'm doing. Your line is now tethered to the wall. The asteroid is now being dragged along behind the ship. Uh, it's not connected to the asteroid. It's just flapping all loose. Oh, just flapping loose? Okay. Remember? and That's cool. Yeah, so flapping loose, uh, just like a like a goldfish poop behind the asteroid. Yep. Very uh, interesting way to describe that, but I know what you mean. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it's the first thing that came to mind, and I really, I really needed the comedic relief. <sighs> yeah, and it looks like Shannon's back, so uh, that's gonna be my turn i nothing bonus action that i have will work and i'm gonna look up and just be like they see the line they've got it um okay then let's have radiara do her turn real quick before she goes again sorry it's okay um, you don't need to apologize oh it's all the way over there cool okay um i have none of those left God, I have really shitty spells. I was ill-prepared for this. Don't you have fucking Moonbeam? Mm -hmm. If it's a third level, I have no third level slots left. And no, Ouch. I do not. I do. That's a real kick in the knackers, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have no spell like third spells. I have two second level and three first levels. Um... I know it's a third level spell, but can you imagine call lightning in this wormhole? God, that'd be amazing, right? That looks so fucking cool. That would look super fucking sick. God damn it. All of my spells are like 60, 90 feet, and this thing is like 120. I mean, you could use your movement, but that's your trick. I don't want to leave the ship is my problem. Best aside, girl. I'm just gonna hold my action until it comes closer. What are you and holding? Cast Thunder Wave. Uh, what's the range on that? Fifteen feet. Okay. Okay, noted. That will bring us back. Uh, Kendall, did you want to do anything else with your turn? No, I was just looking at the mask. Uh, if it gets close, I'm gonna use my reaction for Helvigan. But up until then, uh, yeah, I'm still on the outside of the ship, so bonus action hide doesn't work. Yeah, you can you can use Helvican if you want. Yeah, but that's uh, when it attacks me. Yep. So melee range, that sort of thing. Um, yep. In reactions. Oh. Okay, yeah. that's so. going to bring us to Ondari who is going to move the ship up further here. Uh, 
My mouse never wants to carry all of you, apparently. Okay. Um, she is still within range for the gun, so she's going to take two shots. Both hit. Good for her. Four. Oh, double ones on damage. That sucks. <laughs> Oof. Okay, that is going to bring us to Haven. Ooh, hold on. Computer's thinking real hard. Can you hear me? <laughs> That's yeah. cool. You're about 90 feet away from the dra dragon right. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and guiding bolt it again at second level. Go for it. 19. 19 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Not as good through time. 17 points of radiant damage. How would you like to do this? I'm rolling fairly well on this fun little dice. Yeah. So, you, you got literally exactly what you needed to end <sighs> this dragon. Oh my god, really? Yep. Oh dear. <laughs> okay. How would you like to do this? Um, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna clutch my holy symbol and down and basically just zap the shit out of it with radiant energy. Um, if you want to put your own flavor on that, go oh, right ahead. Girl, I'm about to. Uh, this dragon goes careening away from the destroyed asteroid. That's fun to say, destroyed asteroid. Uh, away from Harlan and Alex and goes careening off into the middle distance and quickly Andari has the ship follow in the same general direction and you finally get your eye back on it again and it makes eye contact with you and in that moment you clutch your uh, holy symbol and you look out at it and you point your finger and you watch as this thing it is black as the void of space can be but when you fire your spell at it, you watch as starlight peeks out through its skin. And you swear you can see constellations, nebula, and supernova that you've never seen before. And perhaps never will again. And then this thing goes tumbling, its whole body growing completely dark again. And it tumbles off into this asteroid. You watch as there's a burst of light from the guiding bolt that expands off into the distance. It's down. Well, then, uh, Andari? Good shot, Haven. <laughs> well, thank you. Andari, any chance we could swing over to check the body? Or are we trying to, uh, get out as fast as we can? No, let's take the time to collect it. You're right. Scientific samples and everything. Can I dash oh, over to the dragon's remains? It was so beautiful. 
And that was That's an amazing shot. You guys start making your way through this asteroid belt that has gotten pulled into this wormhole with you. And as you guys start making your way over and you're right within proximity of the ship, you actually hear Andari's voice come over the PA system. And she says, guys, we've only got about 30 seconds until the end of this wormhole. So I highly suggest you get back inside or otherwise I don't, I don't know where we're going to end up. You have 20 seconds. We d I dash back onto the ship. <laughs> You guys perception check to rummage around. Twenty <laughs> seconds. That's three rounds. That's three rounds of action. That's yeah, we three got rounds this. Of action. You, you I'll okay. take. Yeah, I'll take one round to yeah, jump. Yeah, I'll both over and assist. Uh, jump so, one round, search one round, back one round. No, no, no we got this. We got you this. You guys also have to I take. Grab onto you the also rope. have to take a round to strap into a seat. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I got a natural 19 on my perception. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. What's up? I, as we jump over, I grab the rope that's hooked into the cargo bay. And we jump over. Okay. I was like, okay, everyone together, wrap it. And then we pull back. As a group. Roll for not tying. What do you think, Charlie? Uh, can we tow it's it? Up, it's can it's up to it? you guys if you want to do that. You've got 20 seconds, which is three rounds. Can you? Yeah, can you tow it, can you <coughs> it and it follows? I don't know. I just want to attach the rope to it, and then we all jump back in, go along the rope, we hit, and yank. And this is space. It's it's a lot of mass, but we can move it. We yank the... I'm okay yeah, give it a and shot. It's the best we can. We're running out of time. Yeah. Let's so do it. how would you have us roll that as a group, Charlie? If you want, you can use, uh, I'd say, survival strength checks check. to try and tie this up. No strength. There's no weight to this. It's the void of space. Okay, and do remember, we can also just stab the arrow in and uh, make it attach that way too, along with the tying. But sure, do both. Do both. Tie it somewhere and stab it again and tow it back. Okay, so a group survival check then. Okay, I'll have you roll survival with advantage. I'm not a survival person. Is anybody a survival person? It's your thing. I have Angel. a plus. I have a plus oh, two. I I have a plus six. Can I do it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's my idea, but I'm fine with handing off the rope. If you want to spend the time to talk about it, then yeah. I'm just like, hey then, rope, tie it up. We'll pull. Uh, uh, I'll do it. Fine. Then yes, you can. And do I have an advantage? I will tie with advantage. Yeah. Advantage. No, because everyone's trying to tie it up. Yes. 24. Fuck yeah. 24. You are a sailor, Haven. You've been a sailor since birth. Ropes and tying knots are your specialty. You quickly get a handle using Alex and Harlan and Candle's help, and you, you tie this rope up extremely neatly, and you make it back onto the ship as you hear Antari counting down. Five, four, four, three, 
and you guys tie off into your seats and then you see a burst of light. It's so bright that you have to close your eyes against it and you hear, you hear again, not just through your helmets, you hear the sounds of things crashing into rocks. You feel the ship crash into something. I need everyone to make a dexterity save. No, make a constitution save. You said constitution, not dexterity? Yes, constitution. 12. 13. I got a 14. A. 12, 13, 14? <coughs> yeah. Natural Eight. 20s. 21. Of course, I get it on the stupid roll. Natural 20 is a natural 20. I'm not sure if crashing a ship and rolling a good constitutional is a stupid roll. But, like, I could have used it earlier. I mean, this is a pretty good roll to have it on, you know? But I could have not died. That was you like me in the gold, <laughs> Shannon. You still could die. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, everyone succeeded, and everyone takes a total of... Nine points of bludgeoning damage as the ship, your momentum is just stopped. And these seats are pretty fucking cushy, and you have airbags that come up, but damn, does it hurt like a bitch when that airbag pops you in the side of the head. Do we also get the mass of a dragon into the bay? Yeah, did the did the did the dragon boost us <laughs> more? Is that a two-car pile up? <laughs> I was getting to that. You guys actually feel. You guys look out thinking all of a sudden, like, oh shit, we're towing a fucking dragon behind us. And you look out and you see the tow line going over the top of the ship. It's the body of this dragon is coming over the the top of the ship. We're going to be dragged by the dragon. No, cut the line. The other way. We're going to fucking break our ship. All right. Brace yourselves. Cut the fucking line. The ship begins to turn and creaks upright, and you hear the metal creaking. Fucking cut the line, I need everyone to make a second constitution saving throw. God fucking damn it. Natural one, and it's worth it. Seven! 18. Uh, 21. Three! Natural one, three, and seven fail. Everyone else is a success. I swear I to God, if I die because you did a fucking thing with a dragon, I'm gonna be pissed. I fail so bad because I'm standing in front of the line and I'm just like, no, we're not cutting it. I'm just strapped in like, do, 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 do. Those of you who fail take 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Those of you who I'm almost dead, but not quite. Take eight. Did you say 16? Correct. I'm at one hit point. Motherfucker. Wait, who takes what now? You takes uh Haven, you you failed, correct? You I rolled take an eight. six points of bludgeoning damage. An eight is a failure. Additional on top of the seven? Yep. Yeah, because this is a There was nine roll. and then, then there was oh there's there's been three now. This was only the second constitution saving throw. Right. So where did I hear seven from? Or nine. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Ignore me. Motherfuckers, I'm at one hit point. I will murder someone in real life if I die. So it's it's 16 points? Yes. 
I'm unconscious. God fucking damn it. She'll be fine. You guys also watch as you see on the horizon this wormhole. It's in kind of an almond shape. And other, these asteroids that you've been dancing amongst are now crashing into the earth out of the wormhole. Luckily, none of them seem to be coming in the direction of the ship, but you can hear the ships creaking quite a bit. It sounds like it's sustained some damage. Yeah, because we fucking towed a dragon. The actual earth? Uh, Terra? Make a perception check. Perception. I can do that. 16. One second. No rush, you're good. Listen, listen, it's fine. I think that might be earth out there. How far did we go? Anyways, we're all alive. Looks over at Hazen, um, mostly, and gets down and is just like, can somebody help me cure her? I know one of you have a thing. And I'm checking her breathing and I'm pulling the helmet off of her face. Hazen, breathe. You're not dying again. <coughs> there are too many of us here. I can pour a potion down her throat. It'd be kind I of amazing if I did, though. Just saying. I'll cast but, cure wounds. Okay. Okay. And I, I, I'm sure Charlie's fine with the cure wounds being dropped. Yep. So, how much does she regain, Alex? Travis. It's like a D8 plus your modifier. That's right. That is 12 hit points, my friend. Nice fucking roll, buddy. Ooh, you rolled well. Look at that. That was a really good roll. That was a really good roll. Yeah. What can I say? I'm first Keep leveling that. my cure wounds on myself because I swear <laughs> to God, if I die, smart move. Uh, Kendall, watched... what did you roll on your perception check, by the way? 16. I've watched too much Letterkenny okay. recently, and that's the first thing in real life that makes me want to say dirty fucking dangles, boys. Right. <laughs> Um, Candle, well, while Alex is busy healing the unconscious Haven back into consciousness, you take a look out the airlock door and you see a blank horizon. The dirt that you are on is a kind of lavender purple, kind of like a dull lavender. And on the horizon, just on the edge, there are two twin suns. Oh, this is not Earth. You met a real horizon. We crashed into a planet. You, y'all, yep, you crashed into a planet. Damn. I don't know where Kansas is, but we're not in Kansas anymore. Wait a minute. Any idea where we are? Wait, do you know a planet that has where two is suns? Andari? And comms are open. Andari, do you know a planet that has two suns? You just is kind of a hear a grumbling on the other end, like, uh, I don't know. Give me minutes to think about it. She's alive. That was. Somebody can, that was can somebody go can check I, on her, please? I go check on Andari. Is, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. I promise. Um, are, are all of you okay down there? Are Are you fine? Everyone's alive. No, my ribs hurt. But I. Um, g give me a second to look. I. Uh... Is everyone's? Are all of your exosuits okay? 
Yes. Kid, should we make a perception check, intelligence check? Do we need to? Yeah, full yeah, pat. Go down. ahead and go ahead and make perception checks. Um, sixteen again. Same thing for perception as before. Just glancing over everybody. Um, Seventeen. Candle, you you look at yourself Ten. and all the others. Um, Haven has a a cracked helmet, and you can hear a slight hiss. Haven needs some duct tape. And... I have duct tape. I have it in my bag. Hold on. Sorry, <laughs> that was out of character. I just realized I had that. I have it. Over, over the comments, you hear Andari say, yeah, yeah, duct tape would probably work. Um, there's, there's also some uh, sealant in some of the docking bay drawers over by where the exosuits are stored. There should be several tubes of them. Just make sure you seal them up right away because I... We were in the middle of this whole dragon panic. I forgot to tell you that we only have, the, all of the exosuits only have an hour of oxygen supply. I run and grab the thing and I chuck it at Alex. Yeah, Harlan's going to stock up on several of those sealant packages just in case. I catch it and I begin applying it immediately to Haven's suit. Then you I pick up the rest touch- of them and start handing them out. Alex, you just touch it. It's it's looks almost like a felt marker. You just touch it to the helmet, and he watches the glass of her helmet like immediately seals back together. Nice. Over the comms, you hear uh, Andari say, "We are not in human territory anymore. We are outside." Of- Hi guys, what went on? <laughs> Hi, Dad. You made it. Dad, just to catch you up, you guys. I killed a fucking left, dragon, dude. You left Valhalla, got sucked into a wormhole, wherein you got attacked by a void dragon. A lot of you almost died, and now you have crash landed in the ship on a planet. And we um, towed it from the from the wormhole, and it's the, somewhere. The planet has two stars, and we kept the dragon and- corpse. <laughs> Wait, so, so we did kill the dragon? Yes, the yes, dragon is dead. Kill I killed dragon. it. It was great. Fucking A. I cried. Uh, Andari, is... <laughs> Andari is currently telling you guys this it looks like we're on some kind of planet and I can see some sort of building in the distance, but whatever this planet is, do not take off your helmet. This atmosphere is not breathable to humans. We are outside of the galactic common space. We are somewhere no humans have ever been. They've never been here. Never. This planet doesn't even have a name. It just has a designation. 10C4 Jet. I guess Tushet is the name? Can you repeat that, please? 10C4 Deshet. Thank you. Are we we're outside bounds? Do we have any means of contact with home? Like, do you think we're we'll able to be able to get something home in time? I, the ship has a strong enough sim- signal that it could. It might just 
take a second because you know light years and everything were were hundreds of light years away from from galactic common space. This is we're very very far out here. Are we in uncharted territory? We are. Yes. Shipwrecked. All well, right. The ship can well, self repair somewhat. I I will have to do some repairs myself, but <coughs> we we might want to. I don't know. Well, you said we there's already right. the distance. Yeah. There's so. there's something. I can see some sort of. It it looks like a spire in the distance. All right. Shall we slay the spire? <laughs> Soon. But what we need right now is a plan of action. Um. Really quick, is the wormhole still on the horizon? You look back behind the ship, and the wormhole is completely has completely disappeared. Okay, so that's not a way home. All right, plan of action. We have an hour. Uh, we need somebody working on to assist the self-repair of the ship, to get it enclosed, to get us producing oxygen again. We need another person or two out. Salvage everything you can from that dragon, get it inside the ship, and get it saved. And we need a third team to scout out the spire. I need volunteers for each team. Sorry to take over, first mate, but you just woke up. All right. As can, senior officer, what? Who can help repair the <laughs> ship? I can. You can? You can? Uh, All right. Alex. Alex, you're going to be here. You're going to be yes. working on the ship with Andari. Who can uh, salvage whatever they can from that space dragon? Would that be a survival check to do so? I would believe so. Yes, it would. I'm good at that, so I'll do that. Who else has survival? Can a sister? I have a two in survival. Close enough. I feel like my talents are better suited in the spire, probably. We're not going in. We're just scouting. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll help Haven. All right. I'm stealthy. Uh, who can not make noise? Harlan can also not make noise. I'm not known for making a lot of noise. Um... All right, then it looks like Bothamia is with me, and we're scouting. Team's good. Um, as and... you say that, Andari comes out from inside the ship, and she's also wearing an exosuit, and she kind of bounds up to you guys, and she says, "So I heard Alex is going to be with me repairing the ship." You've got that right, Andari. Aye, aye, pilot. Uh, she pulls up a hollow screen, and she immediately begins talking with you, Alex, and she's like, "Okay, it's probably going to take us about." Uh, half a day at least to repair the ship. A lot of the bots can do it a lot of it for us, but we do need to do some repairs on the drive core. Do you have any experience with that? Yes, ma'am. Perfect. Studied engineering Amazing. with the Dragonborn. She she ushers you away off into the drive core. A note, my friends. As you go. What's up? Uh, remember, oxygen first. Of course. Oh, yes. yes, oxygen. If you need to uh, increase your oxygen, uh, your tanks last an hour. You can hook them up to the exosuit bay over here. You see this tube here? She kind of indicates like a little like hole in the wall. She's like, you can stick your port into this hole and you will get more oxygen. It will fill you up to an hour total, but that is as much as the tanks can stand. Otherwise, you will have to start taking tanks from other people's suits. If you do that, you can strap up to three tanks on one suit for a total of three hours of oxygen. But between all of us, that isn't going all right, to happen. Everybody stock up. Uh, Andari and Alex, they don't need their suits, right? They indoors. do need the suits. 
Yep. Uh, okay. They need the suits uh, to repair the drive core. And then once the drive core is repaired, then life support will be back online. Fair. All right. Um, all right. Then let's get moving. And we'll get our survival out. We'll get our uh, collectors out. And both me and I, let's go for a walk. Everybody's topped up. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. And action. Okay. Or inaction. You guys begin. You guys begin to make your way in your separate directions. Andari and Alex head toward the drive core. Hayden and Harlan head towards the dragon at the front of the ship, and they kind of follow along with Candle and Barthemir, who are making their way to the spire. And the four of you, as you walk out across this dull lavender dirt, and you make your way around the ship, around these asteroids that have crashed all around you, you see the dragon, and then in the distance, you do notice this spire that Andari was talking about. It is obsidian black, looming. And you think it is the only thing here for miles and miles and miles. And with that, we're going to end for the night. Cool. I have suspicions, Charlie. About what? You know what else was obsidian black? Dragon? No. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. A big ass Our... fucking asteroid. Valhalla. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I didn't um... even make that connection, but yeah. I like Obsidian. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? It's pretty. It's, it's, it's just, just a way to describe me. a really good dark black that's kind of shiny. I'm sorry. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Great descriptor, but. All right, good night, y'all. Okay. Cool. Good, good night, guys. Great work, everybody. Yeah, yeah good job, guys. I'm glad that no one died, even though you guys came very close a couple times. Yeah, Again, this was a really this good session, great. guys. You did, you did phenomenally. That was Can't fun. wait to hear it. <laughs> I'll get working on it as soon as I can. <laughs>